Welcome to Raised On It. This is episode numero seis. Today we're going to be talking some UK country. You wouldn't know it by the Spanish he just dropped, but we're not talking Spanish music. I think the reason I said that I had a professor in college who, he was uh, from Ecuador, spoke Spanish, but spent like a lot of years in England. So he had this Spanish, English, British accent. Amazing. Yeah. All right. I'll try to find some video of it sometime. We should perfect that. So what's new in the world of country music? Country music, CMA. Award nominations were announced this week, just a couple days ago, and um, I'm pretty happy with all the nominations. I think they're uh, they're pretty good. A lot of people who are deserving. <clears throat> Dan and Shay finally totally are getting agreed. the recognition that they deserve. Totally agree. Yeah, I mean, Tequila's their smash. It really is. I mean, even I mean, they've had a lot of 19. You and me when they first came out. Yeah. I mean, that had probably before Tequila been their most recognizable one. Maybe, maybe. nothing like you is. Yeah, but tequila's... They really believed in that song, and yeah. I, I'm all there for it. So happy for them, happy for the songwriters on that song, happy for Dan, who produced it. Um, he does a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Happy for Kenny Chesney getting a nom for Entertainer of the Year, which we'll talk about our predictions later, but I want him to win that so bad because he is the greatest entertainer out there right now, I think. I would agree. Okay. No, that's fair. Okay. Very fair. Right. Anything grinding your gears as you're looking at the list? Um, not really. Um, no. Album of the year. Odd. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, you have to think about which albums have been released in the last year. Yeah. I mean, like, notables that aren't on here is Luke had a new album, Blake had a new album. Right. I'm trying to think here. But other than that... I mean, Casey Musgraves, yeah, it's a good album. I feel like Chris Stapleton's going to walk away with it, even though I prefer TR, too. But, um, yeah. um, You, any other thoughts? We can... Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about this at a a later podcast when it gets closer to the actual date, which is November 14th. Brad and Carrie, classic, hosting it. 11th straight year, actually. Is it? And I don't know who you would replace them with. Yeah, well, I, Vince Gill used to do it. True. Maybe, I mean, like Kelsey and T-Rett do the, um, the CMA, Fest. CMA Fest. Yeah, I don't think they were ready for new hosts yet. No, no, I, I'm definitely not saying that, but yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it's a lot of, it's it's hard. It's, <laughs> we only have five nominees and I mean, right. you look at like song or single of the year and it's like, it's those five. I mean, my biggest gripe is, Body Like a Back Road is nominated for Song of the Year, mm-hmm. even though it was nominated last year for Song of the Year and Single of the Year. I mean, I have to take a look, closer look at the criteria, but yeah, I think it has something to do with that. It was still on a lot of airwaves or still number one at the start of the year right. or something like that. But I don't know. It just gets frustrating because it was nominated last year and there's so many other songs that could be in it. But right. Yeah. Also, just like quick thought, I think it's a little strange how Jason Aldean is nominated for male vocalist, or no, he's nominated for Entertainer of the Year, but not for male vocalist. Yeah, who? Uh, Luke Holmes is male vocalist of the year, yeah. which I think he, I honestly think Luke Holmes could win that. I do too. He, I, he's my he's my bet for uh, new music artist. Yeah, I I think so. I think well, 
Brett Young could be a sleeper. I don't know. He's got some number true. ones under his Very belt. Yeah. So it should be interesting. I, yeah, female vocalist. Well, I hope Kelsey wins, but we'll see. We'll gripe about it at a later date. All right. That I works promise. for me. So this episode, we're taking a deep dive across the pond to UK country. Woo-hoo. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't know a ton about UK country until a couple weeks ago when you kind of said like, hey, you need to listen to this group or this singer. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, like there's so many good artists and groups right. across the pond. And yeah, it's, I think country's gaining popularity over there. It's going to be a while, but. Um, yeah, I think they, they're slowly getting over the stigma that uh, country music I mean, for so long, even in the U.S., country only really went to the one audience of, oh, if you're from the South, you know what it's like to, you know, or grew up on a farm. And and, and even our modern country with our artists that we love, it's not that. And I think that's finally translating over to uh, the U.K., Ireland, and beyond. Um, I know the first, I have to thank the person, is Ed Sheeran. He's kind of good. Yeah, he's, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. I think he's fine success yet in this world. Um, but he has something on Instagram, and he kind of plugged a song that he wrote um, for the the Shires. And he's like, go check it out. I wrote this. And I was like, oh, all right. Like, we'll go check it out. And I loved it. And um, after, Which one was it again? I knew you were going to ask me that. She's like reaching for her phone and Oh no. Oh and I please pause. Stay the night. That's what Stay it was. Stay the called. night. Yeah. And it I mean if you listen to it, you're like, oh yeah, sounds like Ed Sheeran could have wrote that. Very true. And um so then I kinda listened to like their their latest album and I was like, Man, these guys are good. Like they're really good. And then on Spotify it has like related artists and I'm like, let's just dig into this. And it's a very <laughs> deep hole and you can go around and around and there's so many good artists and then when I wrote the article which you should all go check it out on raisedonit.blog the article I wrote about uh, the American invasion into the UK there's just I can't even name them all all the artists and it's just you could spend days and days and weeks and weeks listening to all of it it's awesome it, awesome. No, it really is. And I think, like you said, too, there's less of that stigma that it's only Southern Americans driving big pickup trucks right. and boots in the mud and that sort of thing. But I think it goes back to, especially what I think modern country is, it's that they're singing about real things in life and it's powerful and emotional yeah. and it connects to it. And They still have their fun drinking songs and all. I mean, that yeah. translates. Right. And, there, and at the same time, there are plenty of rural country areas right. in the UK where yeah um, absolutely but yeah so want to dive in this is probably is this your favorite UK artist or group the, the Shires no the, the Wandering Hearts the Wandering Hearts yeah obviously okay. if I have not made that clear they're my faves and I don't know what it is but they're just so good and they everyone claims they're more you know folk or Americana where you can hear they kind of have that bluesy or, you know, not not so twangy, I guess. But yeah, it's this group of four and their harmonies are 
I mean, you could compare them to Little Big Town because, yeah, there's two guys, two girls, but there's so much more than that. And they released their their album uh, called Wild Silence earlier this year. And they've, you know, they've come to Nashville, mentioned it, that they're the first UK group to perform at the Ryman and the Grand Ole Opry in the same week. So I think they're like, they're getting there. And I'm just like so excited to see where they could be because they're so good. You just, I, I don't know. Every song in theirs is so different and unique, but yet it's fun and catchy. So, yeah. Would, do you have anyone in mind that you would compare them to? That's a tough, very tough question I get. It's putting on the spot. Yeah. I could say like, yeah, the harmonies and stuff, Little Big Town, but then the the musicality and like the lyrics, the band Perry. Okay. A little more folksy. Right. Yeah. Right. And and the the main, so there's two guys, two girls, but the guy who sings lead vocals, his voice reminds me of Chris Stapleton. Okay. And they get their influence, they said, from like Chris Stapleton and Fleetwood Mac. So, hmm. I mean, figure that one. It's the best of both worlds. So, yeah, they got that little old school and they're just, they're fun. And some of the songs, you just have to sing it. They have their little accent and... You have to be like, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you can't say the word can't. You have to say can't. And it's like, oh, I just. It's just a little different. Just yeah. singing in my British accent in my car. No big deal. Do you have a go-to song that people listen to the podcast you should go listen to? Um, Wild Silence is a good one. And Wish I Could. Wish I Could is the first single off the album. Um, it's a fun one. And um, yeah, Wild Silence is just kind of, you feel it. The pit of your stomach and just go to church with it, I feel. Not literal church, though. It takes mm-hmm. you to church. Okay. Yeah. Bring it home. A little Marin Morris. Take you to church. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah. No. I'll throw the question back at you. Uh, no. Wish I could. That's probably the one that sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I haven't listened to a ton of them, but yeah. you're right. They definitely, they have, uh, what's the best way to say it? They have like that it factor, mm-hmm. but it's not like in your face. They just seem confident in themselves and they, it's just good music. Yeah. I don't know the be- best way to say it. Like it's really good music. And if you would it pick seems them authentic. up, right. If you would pick them up and place them in Kentucky or Tennessee or Georgia, you'd be like, Oh, okay. This is, yeah, this is country. Exactly. And there's, yeah, yeah there's nothing, there's, there's not that big of a difference if any difference at all between right. UK country. Exactly. I mean, country. right. Music in general. Once people start singing, you can't right. tell where they're from in a sense. I think it took one of my college friends to realize that they were like 20 that Keith Urban was not from the US of A. So there's that. Yeah, that's true. That's an interesting point. You don't hear their, their accents when they sing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. Um, I'm a huge fan of, you say, the Shires. Shears? Shires. Shires. You're probably right with Shires. <laughs> Shears, the, yeah. Who Say it with to, your British accent, the Shires. Yeah, who wants to be Shears? Like, right. it's a weapon. <laughs> the Shires, no, they're phenomenal. They're, they're probably my f- they're probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, up there with Catherine, which we can hit on in a little bit. But right. they, I don't have a good comp for them, but they just, like, their voices blend so well together. Their songs are so fun. They're a little more poppy. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's a country pop yeah. sound to them. Uh, do you know how they met? I don't. Ooh, this is a fun story actually. So the Shires, 
features the duo of Ben Earl, first and last name, not two, two different guys, <laughs> clarifying. <laughs> so Ben Earl and Chrissy Rhodes. And both of them had been on X Factor, different seasons. X Factor, Britain, right? Um, so they didn't go very far, even though early on Chrissy, a lot of people thought Chrissy would go very far, but she got eliminated early mm-hmm. on. So they were both doing their things as solo artists, trying to get the big break, and they didn't know each other at this point. Ben was getting frustrated, but he ended up discovering country, country music, and he decided he Lady wanted to Antebellum. go that route. Right. So he posted on Facebook, and this is probably back in the early days of Facebook <laughs> when we had um, no idea what we were yes. doing. Oh, I love those days. And like my profile pictures were of like athletes, not even myself. Right. Is <laughs> different era. So he posted on Facebook, there must be a country singer somewhere. This is how they posted. And Chrissy saw it, and she responded, and kind of the rest is history. Uh, and then recently, I think in 2016, they signed with, called like a sub-label of Big Machine Records Tech in guy? Nashville. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would, I would bet that they would have, if they ever come over and start going festival tours and that sort of thing, I yeah. think they'd be huge. Absolutely. They can like rub up a crowd like their songs right. are that good. No, I, I think I honestly do think the sky's the limit. But again, it's and I don't know the answer. We we talked about it with Catherine too. Like did, is that what they want to do or do they want to make their footprint in the UK? I don't know. I think why why not go as big as you can, get as many fans as you can. Um they were also the first uh Brit group to to win a CMA. So there's an award called like the Jeff Walker Global Artist Award. Ah. They won that in 2017. So it's obviously not one that's presented at the CMAs, but they won that. They won it. So do you have a go-to song for them? Oh gosh. Songs. (laughs) It's so hard. Yes. Um, um, Guilty is like just the funnest song ever. It is. The music video is fun. Yeah, and I just like jamming to it. Um, their whole, like their latest album, Accidentally on Purpose, I can listen to um, obviously Stay the Night by Ed Sheeran. But then I'm a big uh, River of Love fan. I okay. like that one. That's the thing, especially their latest album, even their album before. Friday Night. You can, on, and on, like this doesn't happen too often, but you could hit shuffle on their yes. entire album and you will not hear a song and be like, uh, I'm gonna skip it. You're gonna be like, okay, I like yeah. it. Even if it's a little slower, like, yeah. Good. And I also think like they could fit really well into U.S. mainstream music because there isn't a group like them. No, you could say Sugarland, but Sugarland, they're not even close to the same thing. No, Sugarland's more traditional. Right. It'd be like when like Lauren Elena and Kane Brown collaborated. If you have that all the time, that's a very good point. Or like a Smithfield ish. Yeah. A little more, more amped up. up. Yeah. yeah. A little more rock and roll. Um, no, they're huge fans of them. Yeah. And they, I think they're one of the, you know, they really started the whole UK country thing. They really are the, the pioneers of it. They won a few, I think, Entertainer of the Year. Uh, they have a British Country Music Awards. The BCMAs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Which that actually started in the 1960s. Fun fact. Really? Yeah. So they started then because they thought there was a niche for it. Um, Still going strong. Well, then it, it did. It died out at like the nineties, huh. and then they kind of resurrected it in two thousand six, 
And I think was it 2011 is when they actually started having like awards again. So it's it's still in its infancy, but it's which makes sense because you know like when we talked about Shania, she had so much success in the UK with her singles mm-hmm. and tours. It's like if she's draw, I mean, I, she had that pop crossover appeal right. to her, but if she's able to appeal to that country, there's, there's yeah a huge vacuum for it. Yeah, so. I agree. But yeah, you nailed it. Uh, one other echo is another echo. jam, mm-hmm. but yeah, just go listen to their album. It's phenomenal. Yeah, and okay. hopefully in the next year, two or three, they start touring across the country. Y'all are gonna be like, oh, I've heard this band somewhere. Oh yeah. Aaron and Emily talked about it on a podcast right. last summer. And we're like, yeah, we told you. Right. Hopefully it's only one summer, not like 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> Next guy I'm a fan of. Andy. Andy. Woo. Andy Brown. So he's got a crazy backstory. Yeah. Tell me. Well, I can give footnotes. You might be able to fill in the... the I know that he, when he was younger, he had a brain tumor. And that was taken care of, fine. And then later on, so he is part of a pretty well-known band called Lawson. Do you know where the name Lawson came from? Do tell. The name of the doctor that did the brain surgery. Shut up, no kidding. Yeah, the group used to be called, this is no joke, the name of the group used to be called The Groves. And I mean, right, they were, I mean... I think when they started, they were kind of teeny bopper-ish. Yeah. Uh, Comparisons to One Direction. Right. Which, in hindsight, no, but... (laughs) um, Hmm. Right, but this doctor... What is his name? Dr. David Lawson performed, like, the life-saving brain surgery, and they're like, you know what? We're going (laughs) to... He saved saved our, like, lead vocalist or whatever, and we're going to make him the name of our band. Is he getting royalties off that? I don't know, actually. (laughs) Would you? T- I don't know. I would. I would just be like, you know what? If you're gonna name a band, you're a doctor, Wagner you're or something, like go for it. Help. Instead of Hanson, it's Wagner. Right. Oh. Think about it. Yeah. Wrap your mind around it. Probably a bad idea, but anywho, continue. Um, and then he kind of had a life changing moment. Uh, I read somewhere that he claimed he was roofied. Right, and that led to like an ER visit. He had to get a liver transplant, and he kind of got really deathly ill like skin turning yellow losing a bunch of weight yeah and um, he said he was like at a two-week hangover yes i'm like i don't know after two days i think something is a problem let alone two weeks right right but and that's kind of like his epiphany he always um had a a love or an interest for for country music but that's when he kind of decided i want to do this for me i want to create my own music. So he pulled a, a Justin Timberlake and said, see ya, I'm going to go create my own music. And thank God he did. Cause I, right. and he is saying on his social media that something's dropping this Friday. Like in two days. Yes. So I am hoping that it's news for like his album. Even if it's not a new, well, a new album would be phenomenal. He was saying 2018. Okay. It was supposed to be earlier, but. Because he's dropped a bunch of, what do you, what does he call these country volumes? Oh, so good. Have you good. heard tequila? Yes. <laughs> oh. That I, last high note. I right. mean, I thought Shay was the only one, but. Right. And that's what I'm trying to think. I'm going to try to think of like comparisons for some of these people. He's not Shay, but if you were to replace Shay, I'd be like, you yeah. know what? Go with Andy. I, I agree. He vocally, like his style, you could say, is more like a 
maybe like a Thomas Rhett, but I think vocally he's along the lines of a Shay. Yeah, he's, he's got a little JT in him though too. Yeah, I think so. His little pop. I think that's where this, his band came in. He still yeah. carries that over, but yeah, his his covers of songs are great, but his own songs are great. I mean, we're gonna just throw a landslide out there. The duet with Chrissy, with Chrissy. from the Shires. Yeah, that's probably my favorite song of his. That one, I like. Um, put that record on. That is a jam. It's so catchy. All oh. caps. Absolute jam. jam. Yeah. No, I didn't know he was dropping something this week yet. That's what he's been saying. I know. Not pumped. Right? Yeah. Like, I want, yeah. Even if it's the country volumes, like, I mean, he's yeah. covered tequila. I mean, he covers. Like Casey Musgrave. Cam and Marin yeah. and, yeah, it's good. But the tequila one. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I think, you know how old he is by chance? I don't. Yeah, I feel like he's lived nine lives. Yeah. Well, if he's around the One Direction age, he's not is 30 he? yet, right? Well, then he's like 26 or 24. Oh, maybe a little older than that. I, but he's another one, too. I think with the Shires, him, and there's a couple others we'll mention, too. But I would put, he's the type of guy that has that appeal to. Country music listeners in America, you'd be like, "Yes, okay, I agree." Like the girls will go googly eyes for him too. Like mm-hmm. that plays a part for into sure. it. But um, no, I I agree. Big fan. I think I, I don't know if because they don't say like him and his band are broken up or anything. Which like fine, I'm sure. Maybe once he's done with his little escapade, they might go back together. Maybe he's like, "Oh, this is what I want," which I'm hoping. Yeah. That's what he wants. So we shall see. Who do we got next? Catherine. We talked about her before, but we have to mention her. Andy Brown is 30, by the way. 30. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, of course we have to mention Catherine. She a uh, little Irish one. I'm, yeah. Like there's a handful of young up and coming artists here in the UK that I would put my money on and she is. She's on that list. I think so. I think we talked about this too, how like, so she's from Ireland and we've talked about her and even like Niall and their, their country, they're like a little more folksy. That is their style. They're not like the, the techno pop head bop and kind of jam. Right. They're more uh, mellow, more lyrically driven. And uh, I think, I mean, it's not that different from country music. That is country music. No, I'm convinced she's... Like a Taylor Swift and Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah. For real. Uh, I mean, you could, like it's, like we mentioned about the Shires, you could pick them up and drop them in anywhere in America and be like, okay. Right. This girl's got it. And she's yep. so good. Uh, so young too, but I'm excited to see where her yeah, her yeah. career goes. But yeah, I think we talked about it before. Any, like, they're all really good songs. By right. Her. I like the one that she did, uh, Talk of the Town, just kind of like saying a big shout out to the people back home who didn't think I could do it. Here like I, I made it? Yeah. Yeah. I like that a one. Humble, I made it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, why not fuel all that and put it into a song that right. makes you money? That's like the best revenge ever. Um, and then I I love the one with her and, and Hunter Hayes. Oh, what is it called? I can't think of it right now. Say yeah. You Will or something? Don't let me forget. That's it. Yes. I got it. No, honestly. That's not what it sounds like, by the way. It sounds much better than what I just Just said. a bit better. Yeah. Close. Very close. 
No, honestly, that album dropped end of July-ish, maybe. Yeah. And every week I've added two new songs from my album to my playlist. Yeah. I've gone through them all and I'm like, it's hard picking favorites. Like right now, Good Goodbyes and Good oh. at Love are on my playlist and I just keep shuffling them out. They're <laughs> so good. Can we all just have a mental image of Aaron at the gym jamming to some Catherine? No, okay. Side note. I was talking about this with coworkers probably over a year ago. And I'm like, I have my like current playlist, which features a lot of country music. And mm-hmm. then I have like uh I have so many different country playlists and other playlists. I'm like, I listen to country music at the gym. And they're like, How do you listen to country music at the gym? I'm like, You ever hear Chattahoochee <laughs> when you're trying to get that last quarter mile? That's all the motivation you need. Yeah. Or a little I'm in a hurry, Alabama. Oh yeah. So anyways, yes. No, I get it. I definitely do listen to Catherine at the gym. Yeah. It's, it's like, I think when you know the song, it's Right. More fun. Yeah. No, I got you. Okay. It's not a Jay-Z or Kanye West, but right. who needs them? Not I. No. I think we should talk about another duo next. I agree. A little a little country or a little American. A little, no, Brit. Brown, brown and gray? <laughs> okay. I was like, you're looking at me like I'm... Oh, they're phenomenal. Oh, goodness. Uh, they're, they're so... Tap Down is like... A summer oh, jam. God. So good. Yeah, you need to roll your windows down, crunchy road, and then just jam. And I feel like you could just throw that one in like a country bar and it's yes. a good one. Maybe coming soon. Okay. <laughs> Details. DJ we'll talk it. We'll talk offline. Oh, uh, did you read did you read the write up I wrote about this one? I you did. Can be honest. Yeah. Did you know that so it features Oh yeah, the Backstreet Boys? Yeah, so Brown and Gray features Sam Gray. He's the Brit uh from London and he's been a producer, songwriter, singer at times, worked with a wide range of artists. Uh one that jumps out is Hardwell. Hardwell's kind of a DJ. Mm. Uh he a lot he's well known enough. So he's from that route. And then Casey Brown is your American gal from Texas. I mean, you can't get Forever. more American than, than Texas. But yeah, Casey, she toured with the Backstreet Boys and it opened for Rihanna and Gavin DeGraw. That is crazy. She's featured on a Bone Thugs and Harmony song. What? Yes. So, and she has, uh, I can't think of the song now. I'll send it to you after this. There's a... She has her. She had like one. I don't call it a hit, but like one song where she's in a music video, and it is very pop slash hip hop. And you're like, "How does this girl do country?" But she does it. She does so well. Yeah, their voices are incredible. I just think like they they harmonize well. They just and it's just unlikely pairing, but it works. Right. It's a neat project, and I saw that. It being described as a project often on like their website or social media. I don't think it was intentional, like, hey, let's let's get one American right. and one, um Brit to do this, but you're right, their voices Sam Gray has kind of a raspy, unique voice to him in yeah. a sense. And her vocals are like in top down, when she gets that high vo- that yes. high note, it's like, whoa. Tap down is so good. Yeah. And you go from driving 70 miles an hour to like 85. And right. That's just what happens. <laughs> that's the beauty of music. Well, there is cruise control, but that's okay. Right. We don't do that. No. And they've and the cool thing is this summer, and it might be partly to do that half of the duo is American, but 
they've been on the festival tour. They've been to um, Watershed and Faster Horses, two well-known festivals. They've been opening up at all these summer festivals. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they're growing their their fan base and getting exposure. Right. Well, they've been at like the highway, like Stormy Warren, like has mentioned them and said they're the next thing to really help bridge this Nashville London connection. Which the more I think about us, we have Brown and Gray, the Shires, mentioned Smithfield, and that male and female duo has like a really unique sound to it. In the last few years, mm-hmm. we've heard a lot of duets between country singers. Right. You're like Chris Young and Cassidy Pope, yeah. Lauren and Kane. Carrie Underwood and anyone. Right. I mean, yeah, but... Luke and Kimberly. Right. Luke Bryan, Kimberly from... Karen Fairchild. Karen. Oh, my gosh. I was going to let you slide and be no, like, no. Don't let me slide. That's a quarter in the quarter jar. <laughs> <sighs> you knew what I meant. I did. That's why but, I corrected you. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there should be more of that. The, the male-female vocalizing. Let's do it. I just think there's, I don't know, more excitement, more energy to it. Another one of Brown and Gray song, which is on my current playlist, Out of My System. Okay. Can't get that song out of my head, but I'm, but yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. They just released a, I think a five or six song EP a few weeks ago. Salt in the Coffee. Yeah. Home. That's, I like that jam. I don't know if it's a jam necessarily, but yeah. So go check them out, especially go listen to Top Down. Yeah. I know there's only like three weeks left of summer, but just, yeah, you go know, ahead. Like, it. You think of summer when it's That's cold. true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to put the top down, but... No, we can pretend. Still a good one. Yeah. Uh, another male-female, Raintown. Raintown. They were a fun one. When I remember I was writing or looking, exploring new artists, like, who else is there? I'm like, Raintown. What kind of a name is that? But they're fun i like them you did a good write-up on them earlier this week yeah and they're unique I, their sound their sound isn't I'll like a, their sound on. uh their sound isn't like a the shires or brown and gray it's no but i like it right they're not like what you think typical it, country no I don't, I mean, at least most of their songs isn't something that you're necessarily going to crank the radio to or no. um, hear out at a bar, but. I'm so sorry. I just want you to hear Raintown. Oh. But that's okay. We'll say it for another time. Um, but yeah, no, their Raintown is a husband and wife duo featuring Paul and Claire Bain. I don't know. They just, it's just good music. Uh, I feel like, and this may sound bad too, I feel like they're going to be a steady, consistent, but I don't know if they're ever going to like, I don't know, maybe I could be wrong, like breakthrough in the U.S. scene. Like I don't know if they, and this sounds bad too, if they have that it factor that the Shires have. Probably not. They're not. Not saying they're not phenomenal, but I just don't know. But they're killing it in the UK they I mean, they're are. winning all kinds of awards and things like that uh, but yeah they're not a they're not uh, an artist that you're gonna you get out of work and you're like okay I'm gonna jam on the way home right but they're worth listening to they, their vocals blend together really well the the music that accompanies it is 
don't know. It's just a good. Hey, they could be the UK Tim and Faith. Let's not get carried away now. <laughs> the UK Tim and Faith. They're... Yeah, but they're good. They're yeah. another one to check out. Any favorite songs of them? Run the Night. Mm, that's their most well-known one. Yeah. Yeah. If this was a love song, that was a good one. The cool thing. Yes. If you look at some of their videos, like they're not shot necessarily with like. I mean, it's professionally done, but it's you can tell it's like a real video, almost like home home oh, video. Oh, really? I guess I should watch some of them. Yeah, they're, it's just authentic. It's it's yeah. not. It doesn't come across as acting. It's like okay, this is their real life. They're singing about how they're in love, and they have a kid, and Aww. they're doing this and that. It just comes genuine. across as genuine. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. So, Rain Town. Rain One town. word. Hmm. Holloway. Holloway Road. They're fun. Those guys are great. They're fun. I feel like them and FGL could get along just fine. Yeah. Man, they are great. Yeah, I was watching um, a video, or what was their new song? No Place or whatever. Yes. And it's like this, I don't know. The music video isn't what I thought it would be. They're just walking on a road? They're riding bikes down a road. And oh, it's like right. It's very like picturesque. <laughs> Like, very cool scenery, and they just have, like, a T-shirt and some jeans on, and they're just riding their bikes singing this song, and I'm like, this is, like, nonsense, but it's fantastic. But, yeah, they are... Like, I imagine it, it would be, like, Thomas, I mean, it'd be, like, Thomas Red and Cole Swindell being like, okay, we're going to be a duo. Right. It's just fun, like, their voices blend together really well. They're great. I Um, think they are, like closer to like like a Cole Swindoll, like the, the country you hear about uh, girls and drinking and but they still have like the softer edge to them. But I just think yeah, they're they're fun and they have fun music videos. So right. I hope they can just like take off. Yeah, and honestly if they ever come to the state side I want to go see him. Yeah. I mean, it, oh, it, yeah. they'd be at a smaller venue. It would it'd be a riot. It'd be such a fun concert. It would be. So that's one to check out. Holloway Road. No Place. That's their, that's probably my favorite song. Of no theirs. Place. Um, they just the released. Dark. A, yep. In the Dark. Last week, they just released a song called Hangover Here. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a new EP coming out Ooh. September 14th. So Man. we can be blessed with a lot of good new music coming up no soon. No kidding. Let's do it. I'm all for it. Yeah. So I think that was most of the duos we had. I think so. So which other artists here do we want to talk about? I um, can talk about Danny. Danny. Yeah, let's talk about Danny. Okay. How do you say his last name? (laughs) McMahon. Is that how it is? I'm guessing. McMahon, yeah. That's how I would say it in America, but it might be different. (laughs) I like Danny. Danny's got a nice voice. Danny is, he says that, uh, like, Thomas Rhett's a big influence on him, which I feel like a lot of. That's a very good point. Like, Thomas Rhett, which is funny because, like, he's still, like, I don't want to say fairly new, but he's been around for, like, successfully the last five years. I mean. Yeah, but I would argue he's the He's the face of the next generation. I agree. After like Luke and Brian, Luke and Brian. <laughs> wow, it is way past my. I we am did this drained. an hour later. We did this an hour later, and I'm just losing it. After Luke, Brian, and Blake Sheldon, I think that's like the next generation, and I think he's the head of it. So, 
Yeah. Hopefully. What do you have any favorite songs for Danny? Um, Move. That's a good song. Momentarily. I don't recall that one. A little bit slower. Uh, it don't work that way. We could just keep naming songs. He, uh, but he's like, if you look at um, Spotify, he has 85 monthly listeners. What? It's a little crazy. So, like, I really like his songs. Um, but, like, a lot of them I've been listening to, like, less than a thousand times. So I just don't know if... I don't know what it is. But, but I really like him. He's really new, though. Yeah. I mean, like, I was reading that he used to be more of in, like, the songwriting arena. Yeah. And then he went to c to c and something just kicked in him where he's like, I want to be on stage doing that. So, and that was in 2017 at C2C. So, you're going to explain what C2C is? Country to country. Very good point. C2C, country to country. I want to say it started less than 10 years ago. I th- 2013? I think. Yeah. So, it was a way for American country music artists to go over and play in front of the UK crowd and then. In, a, in an attempt to um, increase country music's influence mm-hmm. and gain new fans, but at the same time, encourage artists there to be country. And I mean, it started off small where it was maybe one or two headliners, but now it's like a it's like a week or legit long weekend where you ready for this facts? Sure. Two thousand three started as a one day festival. It's Kit Moore. I don't know. Okay. I thought Carrie Underwood was there. Oh, you might be right. Sold 17,000 tickets. This was just in London. 2018, now it's like a three-day thing in cities, London, Dublin. Uh, I think Stockholm's one of them. Over 80,000 tickets sold. So it's... It's a big deal now. I want to go. Right. And I think, like we said, if... Thomas Rhett's that next generation, and they're hearing like Kelsey Ballerini right now. Right. So it's Casey Musgraves is huge over there. Really? Yeah. I guess I could see that Fol- yeah. folksy-ish yeah. sounder. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's all I got for Donnie. Who? Danny. Danny. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> From now on, this podcast needs to be wrapped up. Usually, we start at. Seven six thirty seven. Yeah, we're like an hour and a half late it's now. It's dark outside. It's dark out. I am. Yeah. Okay, I'm, we can just highlight a few more that I think people should check out. Sure. Um, I personally, I like uh, her name's Philippa Hannah. She's more of like a, a Christian based singer. Uh, she's got actually like a couple, two, three, maybe four albums out. Um, but she's know, not ashamed to. To write about faith, but like the her songs, they're not like um, I don't want to say preachy. They're just they're still good fun songs that I feel could be heard on mainstream radio. Right, I think, like you said, she's it's Christian slash gospel, but musically and instrumentally, the way it's done is country sounding. Her and Tori should. Duet. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Tori's got, yeah. We'll have to talk about that later, too. <laughs> I'm jacked. She's got two albums coming out in the next few months. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. 
insane. So I like Philippa. She's got a great voice, talented, and just true to herself, which is all you can ever ask of an artist. Right. You hear her and you don't... I mean, I guess it's the case with a lot of modern Christian singers, but you don't you don't immediately think like, oh, okay, this is a gospel singer right. church. But um, I, Off the Wagon, love yep. that, mm-hmm. love that song. The yeah. Hero's really good too. Yeah. But yeah, who else you got? You're the UK expert here. Oh boy, it's a lot of pressure. Um, Clara Bond is one. Um, her and I feel like Liv Austin, you can kind of put, I don't want to put them together, but in my mind, I put them together. So that's just what I think. Um, Liv, I might, mm, her song The Next Time is kind of my jam at the moment. She's actually from Norway too. Yeah. Which counts. It does. Well, I mean, it's not UK. It's Well, she's there now. Yeah. She actually right. went to, so I think what I read, she went to London Maybe not London. Somewhere in the UK after graduating high school and she wanted to become an actress. She wanted to do theater and movies and that. But then she got to UK and after a few years, she kind of fell in love with music. She's like, oh, wait, I can actually sing. Right. And I'm pretty sure, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she grew up in Norway in a more rural setting. So that kind of came naturally to her. But yeah, yeah. she's got her and um, who else did you say here? Clara. Clara. Yeah, they're both... Young female singers, and I think if they've kind of followed the same way Catherine's gone, I th- right, kind of a similar path, maybe. I, Again, I mean, so like the UK country is fairly new, so when we say these people are new, they're new, new. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, That's a very good point. Yeah, it's it's incredible, but yeah, I think with with Spotify and Apple Music, whatever's out there, they're just throwing their own songs out and see who catches on and word of mouth and and stuff. I think get really big, so I hope. Good things for all those. Um, the other one I have is Una. She's so good. So today I listened to her album. Yes. In every song twice. Yeah. Say a shuffle. I'm like, wow, she's yeah. polished. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's been a, she's been around for a while. She did like a pop group for a while. Called the Saturdays. Saturdays, better name than the Groves. Right. Um, and they were big. Yeah. And like they sold like what I have here or eight million records in the UK and Ireland. Like that's that's yeah. tough to walk away from, right? Um, no, she's she's good. Who does? Hmm. She reminds me of what's her name, Camilla. Camila Cabella. Yeah, I don't yeah, know why. I, yeah, I can see that a bit. Um, hmm. Who is her comp? Yeah, I don't know. Pop ish. She is, but like. It's still, and that's the thing, like country is so hard to, to pinpoint these days. Yeah. You can't put it in a box. I don't think. No, but I can see like, again, the musicality of it, the words. If I had to make a, maybe like a Cassidy Pope would be my yeah. somewhat of a comparison. Yes. That's not Pop, kind of rock, country. Mm-hmm. It's just a good sound. Yeah. And, I mean, I would argue, and I, like, again, like I said, she's more polished. She's been doing this for a while. I think she might have had, she has like the, probably the best voice out of some of the singers we've mentioned before. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, she's, that's the thing. She's established. She knows the business and kind of like Andy Brown going out on his own. I think that's what, um, the UK country thing is people really finding, Oh, 
this is what I've been wanting to do all along. There just hasn't been a place for me to do it. Right. And there's, I think there's more resources now where you have more investments from labels and people in Nashville that are willing to, you know, you know, reach across and, you know, help lead them and mentor them and things like that. But she has, I have four songs that I honestly just like battle lines, the waiting game, staring at the moon. And my favorite is probably grow up, not old. It's very good. Very good lyrically. So those are my, do you have any that stick out? Not off the top of my head. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I forget song titles pretty easily. It's hard. But yeah, I do enjoy her music. She was one of the ones early on when I fell into a Spotify loophole. I started with the Shires and I think she was one of the next ones after that. I was like, huh, all right, let's keep going. Let's see who else we have. But right. she's wondering if you would hear a song on radio, you'd be like, okay, who's that new country singer? She's really good. Right. And she would fit in seamlessly. Um, we can talk about Ward Thomas. Yes. Because they are uh, pretty much, I don't want to say royalty, but they are twin sisters, Catherine and Lizzie Ward Thomas. Um, I guess most notably there's their album Cartwheels went to number one on the, the UK charts, charts, which was the first time. Like all music. All right. music, Correct. right. And it was the first time that a UK country act had topped the chart, the album chart. So that kind of uh, catapulted them into success. They've won numerous BCMA awards. And, um, yeah, I think, I mean, they're young. I think they're like 24. Yeah. Their nickname is actually Britain's first country stars. Oh. That's what people have referred to. Wow. Not a bad nickname. No. I wouldn't think. Yeah. No, they're good. Like you said, their album went number one and. The previous, or I don't, and I don't know how high up it was, how high up it was, but the Shires had previously held the record of yep. like the highest rated one. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a good time to be in UK country. It's right. exploding. Yeah. I think there's a lot of a ton of opportunity, and I'm just right. curious. To see We're what, gonna test you here. Did you ever run across his name is Wayne Jacobs? Sounds like someone I could have met anywhere. <laughs> He's. Um, from the UK, from England. He is more traditional country, and he has been in the business for years and years. He actually, um, like, sang at the 2012 Olympics when they were in London. Really? And he has number one hits, and it's more along the line of, like, uh, I don't want to say 90s country, but it's more that, like, boots and cowboy hat feel to it and so i mean he's middle-aged or whatever but he's kind of been at this for a while and he's kind of the veteran been carrying the torch by himself for quite some time and how old old is he do you know offhand i don't want to say that for a while yeah i mean he's got like a 20 something year old daughter so yeah and he's still making music and still Hmm. making hits so yeah he's again i i listen to his music and it does remind me of late 90s, early 2000s type of music. So I wasn't like all gun-ho about it, but I can see where he probably has a really strong vocal fan base who still enjoys like maybe more classical, not classical, but old. Traditional. Traditional. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, I mean, if you want to check him out, he's might fit more along lines with your boots and stuff. Um, 
Yeah, Wayne Jacobs. Wayne Jacobs. Yep. That was just my last one I had to throw in there. I think, I mean, there are so many. Um, if you just, you know, Google like uh, BMB, CMA Awards and look at nominees and winners. That's a good idea, yeah. Um, I think what is one we didn't mention, Just and the Bandits. They won some Entertainer of the Year. Um, and it's just, there's a lot, a lot of digging to do. There's a lot of good country out there. Yeah, and Emily and I are both huge Spotify fans, and you actually put together a playlist on Spotify of featuring all the artists that we've talked about. Right. So go to Spotify, search Raised On It blog. You'll find it there. We'll link it in the um on the site too at the podcast post, but that's a good starting point. And then, yeah, just explore because there's so, yeah. there's so many good ones. I mean, we say that about American country singers. There's so many good up and comings and coming artists. And But at some point you're like, oh, you hear the same song on the radio. Right. You know, yeah, you get new music every Friday, but what else is there? And then you're like, oh, bam, there's another country. <laughs> oh, literally. Hold on. I mean, yeah. And, yeah, we're not limited. And we limited. could do Australia next time. See, you know, all the good acts that come there. We could but. do that. But yeah, no, you definitely check out UK. They're great. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they continue to grow. I think they will. C2C becomes bigger and better. and Spotify and social media help, yeah. I, I believe. And I think it would be really cool. And maybe it'll get there. They've kind of had some smaller events where they bring... They bring more of the the UK country artists to Nashville for like a long weekend or a festival where it's, I forget what the name of it is, but mm-hmm. um, something like that could really grow too where. Well, and I don't know if it was a one-time thing, but Kit Moore is part of an organization where um, something is called like the bridge from London to Nashville. And Kit Moore and this organization had a competition for uh, songwriters and the top, however many, were brought to Nashville and, you know, given the chance to write a song. And I think, was it released? I mean, you don't hear much of it. But sure. So Kit Moore is a big champion. I think he, I mean, Kit Moore is such a strong fan base. I think he goes to uh, Ireland and the UK a lot and, and has a strong following there. So he's doing what he can. And I think that's kind of cool that the Nashville artists are supporting the yeah. London artists in a sense. No, it's cool. It's a good time to be a country music fan. It's growing, it's evolving, but it's still good. It's amazing. So, who's your, you got a new artist this week? I do. Or um, a new song? Potato, uh, potato. Do you ever have this moment where you're like, oh, I really like this song, and you look at the artist, you're like, oh, well, they sing the song that I liked a couple months ago. This is the same person? I had one of those moments. I would have to keep track if I have those moments in the future. <laughs> I had one of those moments. So uh, it was a song, a new music Friday. And I'm like, oh, I really like this. And um, artist is Chris Bandy. And I realized he sings the song uh, Rain Man, which I have been listening to a lot in the last couple of weeks. But then this is where my like Oprah aha uh-huh. moment came in. Yeah. Um, he sings the song Man Enough Now that I was like obsessed with like back in winter. I'm like, this is all the same guy. Really? Yeah, right? That was my reaction. So I I think, uh, and I don't have all the facts on him. I think he's from like Kansas or Missouri, kind of. I think he's like 29 or something. So he's, I don't want to say old, but, you know, getting there. And he lives in Nashville now and he has the recognition. I think he's putting an album or an EP together. So, yeah, he's got like a great 
voice, like almost a little bit raspy, but still smooth. If that makes any sense at all. And I would definitely check out Man Enough Now. Uh, he wrote it after like one of his relationships ended and it just seems pretty personal, but it's, it's a very, very good song. I, uh, Chris Bandy, B-A-N-D-I. Chris Bandy, Man Enough Now. And what was the other one? Uh, Rain Man. Rain Man. And the newest one is called Only One, but the first two are like my jams. All right. Who do you got for me? Jillian Jacqueline. Oh, yes. So good. Sing it. So the main one I want to call out is she released a song with Keith Urban a week ago, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I think, called If I Were You. I think it's an absolute hit. I don't know if it's going to get a lot of airplay on country radio. I really hope so. Her I vocals are... I think it's are, really well received around country music right Yeah. Now. It's really good. Um, she's someone that's well known in the tight Nashville circle, but not as well known to like the mass country music fans. Mm-hmm. Um, she had, what was it called? I forget. She had like a EP or an album last year. There's a song on there called reasons. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of her top plays on Spotify, but definitely if you haven't listened to, if I were you featuring Keith Urban, you need to. Agreed. And I think it was really Keith, Keith does this all the time. He like champions new up and coming artists, especially female artists. Keith Urban is just a blessing on right. this earth. I love him. Yeah. I mean, his, his newest album he released that's up for a CMA. He had Lindsay L mm-hmm. on there. He had Cassie Ashton, who I didn't know before she was on his album. So he's, I think yeah, it's just cool what he's doing. And, but on this one, He's the featured one. He's not. He he's not the lead vocalist, right. but um, so yeah. Go check out Jillian Jacqueline and go listen to "If I Were You." You will not be disappointed. But if you are, we can't be friends. Oh darn! Anyways, that was a smooth segue. Throwback time. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go. We're going to go back to 1987. 87. I know. We weren't even a thought at that point in time. I mean, I just love Randy Travis. Forever and ever, amen. Oh, my goodness. Classic. I will never, ever skip that song when it comes on. I just, I don't do it. So, uh, 87, it comes out. It won. ACM Song of the Year, and it did win a Grammy for Best Country Western Song. Okay, that that is the music video is great too. If you ever watch it, I just is that the one where kind of starts off at a dance and it's just like a lot of like whispering and yeah. gathering. Yeah. No, Randy Travis is so good, and it's sad. His health has kind of deteriorated right. in the last few yeah, years, but when was it at the the CMAs? Was it the opening where they I think had, you're right. you know, all those artists and then they were singing that song and he came on and sang like the last couple words. And it was, I mean, I go back on Oh, Forever Country, right? Yeah. yeah. And I just think that's one of the coolest moments. He got up, he sang those last couple notes and the crowd went nuts. I mean, everyone knows this song. Everyone can sing every word mm-hmm. to it. It's just, it's so pure, classic, simple. That's right. I don't know why I don't. Maybe a wedding song in my future. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like him, George, and Garth. Like those, I mean, those guys. Yeah. I mean, Randy Travis is so good. Uh, and the song is like 31 years old and still, 
you can still play it. I mean, that's, that's when true. you just struck it. So I think tomorrow's Throwback Thursday is going to be a Randy Travis playlist. <gasps> Thank you for that. You're welcome. That was phenomenal. I love Randy. I'm jacked. Yeah, actually. I am too. Mine is a song that's 15 years old Oh, by one of the best duos in country music history. I might even argue the best one. Brooks and Dunn. Yes. Red Dirt Road. Oh, yeah. It was released in April of 2003. Um, And the album was actually called Red Dirt Road 2. And it might bore you here, but I found this really interesting what Ronnie Dunn had to say about the album. He said, I knew we were going to call the album Red Dirt Road before the first song was even picked. I wanted that thread, that growing up in rural America and all the universal touchstones we all go through. The first beer, wrecking my first car two weeks after I got it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, valid. Wow. Been there. Uh, the nail on the head with that one. <laughs> yeah, and you know that that road ran through every major event, you know, in their life, and just growing up on all those things. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it's such a great memorable song. It is. For us as fans, but for them, I'm sure it's even more important and close to them. But yeah, that's a good one. That's just a, a country song too. When you think even about like it. you just know what it is from the first notes. You just like, yep, that's Brooks and Dunn. Yes, that's Red Dirt Road. That's classic. Fifteen years. Wild. It seems like yesterday, actually, doesn't it? Uh, maybe two days ago, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you got some trivia. Trivia. I just have a fun one because we we're talking about. Uh, UK country. So at the the BCMAs, they highlight like international artists. And so like there's a category for like international album of the year, which like Chris Stapleton and Eric Church have won. But then they have like international artist of the year. Okay. And so, I don't know why I find this funny. Guess who won in 2016? It's somebody we have seen in concert. Someone we've seen in concerts. Yeah. Um, give me a second here. Someone we've seen in concert. Is it Hunter? No. You never have you seen Hunter Hayes? I have not. Okay, that was my guess. I don't know. We've seen him twice in concert. Phil Vassar? <laughs> wow. I know. 2016. Like I don't even know if it just takes that long for his music to get across the pond. But we need to fly him over to Summerfest next I year. I know. Or the fans over here. Right. That's amazing. So I kind of want to go see Phil Vassar in London. Like, I feel like we could make a lot of new friends. Agreed. But I just thought that was kind of funny. That's very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I don't blame him. He should win Entertainer of the Year here. But uh, he won't anyways. Um, on the same wavelength, um, for the CMAs. Oh, gosh. Who is the most awarded artist? The most awards and also the most nominations. Brownie points if you can get within five of how many each. Is it Miranda? No. Okay, Miranda's ACMs. Okay, so we're talking CMAs, female or male? Male. Okay, Garth? Mm Mm-mm. George? Mm Mm-hmm. George has 52 nominations. Higher? Oh, yeah. A hundred? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like in the middle somewhere. 67. 83. Wow. How many of those has he won? I'm going to guess 
83, I'm going to say half, 41. Oh, no. He's won 23 times. Okay. That's still pretty good. It is pretty good. If you think about like yeah, how many I, categories are you up for each year and it's not like he's been, you know, and he hasn't. Well, he won, I think, 2000. Did he win Entertainer of the Year? Not rec- too long ago. Yeah, in the last 10 years maybe. Do you know his daughter died in a car accident when she was 13? No. This was like the late 80s. Huh. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. I didn't Very know that. interesting. Um, who is the youngest person to have won a CMA award? Uh, Taylor Swift. I knew you were going to say that, Duh. but you're wrong. Oh, you tricked me. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to be all like, oh, it was this song and this album. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even tell you what it was for. Oh, I do know what it was for. Just kidding. It was like for a new artist. Yeah. The Horizon Horde, I think. Yep. Um, female. Female. Youngest. Mm-hmm. Youngest female. This has to be going back to Jewel. Jewel. No. No. Mm-mm. This is going way back in like the 80s or 70s. Uh, no, the late 90s. Late 90s? Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of what this was it the like new artist award? Yeah. I know who it is now. I'm trying to think of what her song would have been. Leanne Rhymes. Yes. Yeah. She I'm had a lot of good ones from totally like. Totally forgot about that. How do I live? One way ticket. Oh, way one way ticket. ticket. Yeah. So she won it when she was 15. That's right. I forgot about yeah. her. Yeah. So I know. I, otherwise, it would have been Taylor. But I was like, huh, we'll get aired on this one. You got me, <laughs> but I, yeah, I got the rebuttal. That was good. All right. My last one. We're still on this award show kick. Who is the... Which country artist? This is going to be tough, so I'm just... Good luck. Which country artist has won the most Grammy Awards. Male or female? Male. Male. It's... Oh, is he older? Very... Ish. Okay. I was going to guess Johnny Cash, but that oh, makes no. no sense. No, he's still around. I would... Boy. It's not George. Nope. Does this person have crossover appeal? Mm, not the crossover you're thinking of. Okay. I could give you a big hint, and that would just ruin it. Not Garth. Is it Garth? No, it's no, not. No, it's not Garth. Huh. Just give me another few seconds here. His daughter sings. His wife sings. Tim? No. His wife. Christmas albums are usually pretty good. His Christmas albums are really good. <laughs> His Christmas albums. Alan Jackson? No. I have a great Christmas playlist, and I feel like this guy's not on <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. He is? He is. He better be. Boy, I'm struggling. Mr. Vince Gill. Oh. He has won 21 Grammys. Okay. That makes sense. Are they predominantly country Grammys? I think uh, what I remember reading is 20 of the 21 have been for a country. Okay. Um, otherwise, Let's like go. Alison Krauss is like the most yeah. awarded. It's insane. Um, Lady Antebellum has seven. Hillary Scott has nine because she won two and she went solo. But yeah, Vince Gill. I love Vince. Vince. That's a good one. I should have thought of that. I'm mad now because he's like the main. 
yeah. Christmas singer I know. <laughs> on the playlist. I know. Hmm. I know. All right. Well, That's you stumped me pretty good there. There are some tough ones. I... All right. I have four, maybe well, three, and like one kind of fun fact. But Ooh. so my main man, Neo, right? <laughs> okay. How am I going to weave Neo yeah, into this? Yeah, well, Tim McGraw. Mm, yeah, he has sung a couple songs with Tim McGraw. That's Nelly. Anyways. Nelly has, so is Neo. I'll play a Neo Tim McGraw song after this. So Neo wrote Beyonce smash hit Irreplaceable. Okay. Okay. However, Neo originally envisioned one of these two country singers cutting the track. Can you guess them? One of these two. Irreplaceable. Came out in like 2006? Nine. Yeah, let me look here. Should I could type? Is this like super easy? Am I overthinking it? You are so overthinking it. Carrie? No, but you're on the right track. Miranda? No. Sarah Evans? No. Faith Hill? Yeah, Faith Hill's one. Okay. And then just, I Martina? mean, like, no, think of who were the female icons you Trisha? think of? Reba. Shania. Oh, Shania. That was my. Yeah. Seventh guess. So I'm trying to imagine those two, like one of those two singing it. I don't know. Faith could crush it. Faith could crush it. I would be so curious about Shania's version. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Faith would cut it better. I do too, for some reason. I think she could really like tone it down. Right. Hmm. Sorry, I'm like singing in my head and like. Right. It's kind of a wild thing to wrap your head around. I mean, it sounds, I mean, he picked the right person. Did he? We don't know. We didn't get to hear the other versions of it. I'm convinced. Okay. All right. Three more. And they're all going to be around kind of the same theme about songs artists should have cut but didn't or someone else got them. So that's kind of the theme we're going with. All right. First one. Sarah Evans turned down which Carrie Underwood hit reportedly Calling the song, quote, stupid. I'll give you multiple choice. <laughs> Carrie's had like 30 hits. <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you multiple okay, choices. You. It's either Jesus Take the Wheel, So Small, Before He Cheats, or All American Girl. None of those are stupid. I know. I mean, it's reportedly, so who knows. All but American th- Girl? No, that would have been my guess too, though. I forgot what the third option was. So small, Jesus take the wheel and before he cheats. That one? No. Yeah. Jesus take the yeah. wheel. What? I, allegedly, again. I mean, I've never asked her. I don't think there's video footage of it, but yeah, allegedly. And that supposedly, song skyrocketed Carrie's career. That was her first major hit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So then again, you try to. So again, you try to picture Sarah Evans singing that song, and would that have the same? I know. I, I don't know. I can't imagine anyone else but Carrie singing it. To be honest, I could kind of picture Sarah Evans singing it. The chorus. Now that she thinks it's stupid, I don't really want right. her to sing it. So yeah, that's one for you. Two more to go here. Okay. One of your favorite songwriters, Shane. McAnally. I love, oh gosh, he's he is my favorite. So he wrote Kenny Chesney's song, American Kids. Yes. He did. Yeah. He sent Kenny the track, but he never got a response. 
So he passed it on to this group. However, Shane and Kenny were later on a flight together when Kenny found the demo. And after hearing the first verse, not even the chorus, Kenny begged for the song, but it had already been sent to this group. So Shane asked the group and this group (laughs) happily obliged. American kids. Old Dominion? Nope. I'll give you three choices. Okay. Lady A, Rascal Flats, Little Big Town. Little Big Town? Nope. Lady A. Yeah. That seems like a Lady A thing. It does. Yeah, I can't see them singing that song. No. It's a Kenny song. It is a Kenny song. It's very Kenny. And it, I feel like that song, not that like Kenny was in a slump, but he'd have like so-so hits. Like, yeah, they were good songs, but nothing. And that song came out, you're like... There's Kenny. Right. I just feel like it was a good rejuvenating song for him. Totally. It's like when you hear like these stories, I'm like, okay, that's cool and all. But like what other songs out there that an artist recorded, but they probably shouldn't have. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if you follow Shane McAnally on Instagram. I forget what city they're in. They're at like the Kenny Chesney show this summer. And he's written some other songs. I think he wrote Get Along. I think so. Yeah. And so like he has... Like video of him and his husband and their friends like singing along, and I'm like, yeah, as an artist, it must be cool to be on stage, but to be the songwriter, hearing like fifty thousand people sing your words—that's so true. And even though you're not on stage, it's still like, I don't. I think that must be a cool moment. Yeah, and I think tonight, Walker Hayes is dropping a new song called '90s Country," <laughs> and he's a co-writer on this. Did you see the video about it? No. They Shane's were, a co-writer. Yeah. Oh, good. And it's a pretty, like, it's a pretty good snippet into like the songwriting process and how mm-hmm. it goes. And like Shane had an idea, and he's trying to like figure out like what it's going to sound like. And they have been recording video, and you hear him like spit out the words and like the beat to it, whatever. And he's trying to figure out like, oh, like we want like this sound or whatever. And wow. they're talking about it. And they're like, but I liked what you said first. And he's like, yeah, me too. Like. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could remember. And here they've been recording the entire time. Oh, wow. So, anywho. Yeah, I would, I'm just going to plug Shane McAnally. Go follow him on Insta because he's a hoot to follow. He's good. Last one. Speaking of Lady Antebellum, Lady A's American Honey became their third consecutive number one, but was passed up by which singer or group or duo? <laughs> Is it Sugarland, Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, or the band Perry? The band Perry? No. Miranda? No. I, again, I only can remember my memory. It's either Sugarland or Carrie, and it's Carrie. Carrie passed up American oh. Honey. And I can, I can, I can hear her. I can yeah. hear her singing oh, that. I love Hillary's voice in that song. Right. It's one of my favorite Lady A songs. Hmm. Yeah, but I still think it works. Her and Charles. Right. Yeah. It's really hard to to take a song and you only know hearing it one way. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So now every time you hear a song on the radio or on Spotify, you're going to be like, okay, who is really supposed to sing that song? And are there like secret tapes somewhere where like the original intended artist has it? Yeah. Is there like a room or like a pit in Nashville with all these? Probably. Don't look these up because I'm gonna I'm gonna pick from these again for future <laughs> trivia. But um, yeah, those are the four I have. Wow! But well done. Yeah. Any parting thoughts before we sign off? Um, not really. I just uh, hope this triggered 
uh, an inkling in people to go out and see what else is out there and and hopefully um, yeah we hear more of these names in the future totally agree uh, we don't have anything specifically planned for the next podcast except maybe talking a little Michael Ray he's coming to town here in two weeks and headlining a show we saw him open for Cole yeah and then after seeing him open for Cole I'm pretty jacked I am too it's time to get going on my Michael Ray yep which will be fine he'll put on a great show and yeah, it's in a couple of weeks, so. And I'm going to put the bug in his ear, and by bug in his ear, I mean tweet, which he probably won't look at. But Carly Pierce is does not have a show that night. Oh. You know, I think she was in Montana. I Mon- think she can make a flight out here. She was, she's in Montana the night before with Luke Bryan and Sam Hunt, so mm. she just makes a roundabout way to Wisconsin. Right, right, yeah. It could work out. I think just to see her man, I mean. Right. He supports her. Yeah. Her yeah. Time to repay it. Hmm. All right, let's get this going, folks. We'll get it. Yeah. Hashtag get Carly to GB. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, like Emily said, go check out um, some of these UK country artists we're talking about. We'll share the Spotify playlist link um, on the website, raisedonit.blog. Go check it out. We've been doing a deeper dive on some of these groups and artists this week um, because we really do think that they're uber talented and the sky's the limit for some of these country artists coming from across the pond until next time 